Welcome back to those titles. I am one of your co-hosts this evening, DDP. My co-host, Jared Gray, a.k.a. Boomer. And you're watching P2P from the pot to the playoffs. How are we doing tonight, Jared? I'm good, man. Um, I'm a little full from eating dinner, but uh, I'm excited <laughs> about this night. So it's been a crazy I mean, week. Crazy week. Crazy, uh, crazy 36 hours. And if you not even yeah. week, if you think about it, it, it pretty much jammed all in like a day and a half. But uh, I mean, let's just get right into it. This big news that USC and UCLA are leaving the Pac-12 in 2024, and they will be joining Big Ten. <laughs> yeah, wow. it's crazy, bro. I mean, you know, just just be, you know, you the joke is Lincoln Riley, right? Because oh, he left. There, you know, once they found out that he was going to the SEC, goes to Pac-12. We said it last week. They're they would they're going to blow the doors off that you know whole conference, especially with the thirteen transfers and what they're doing. And then, literally, like a thief in the night, here comes the Big Ten because nobody, <laughs> dude. When when it showed up and I sent it to you, and you know we we were talking about it like Twitter blew up because nobody saw it coming. I mean, it was absolutely mind-boggling. It's like, oh, hey, they're going to go to the, the – it's it's pretty much a done deal. And, like, pretty much a done deal. This is the first time I've heard about it. Like, And then yeah. an hour later, it, it was accepted by the Big Ten. So it was crazy, like absolute bonkers. Yeah, and that I, might not I, be the end of it. That's that's what I was going to next. And, and then it's right after I spoke to you, I mean, it might have been 1130 at night. I, I Before I fell asleep, I looked at Twitter and it said that that's not the only move that – Oregon and Washington possibly could be making the move. And then this morning, about 9.30 this morning, I came across that nothing might happen because everything might be on hold and waiting for Notre Dame. But I just don't know about that. Like, like we were just talking about that they signed a five-year deal, right, with the with the ACC there. So I don't, I don't know how that works. But will the ACC even be, be in existence in five years is, is another question. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Um Chris, Chris's videos just popped in. Hey, what's up, bud? Um, glad to see you here. Uh, I'm with you on the Notre Dame thing. We talked about it slightly away from here. I'm actually surprised that they didn't bring him. They didn't bring Notre Dame in five, ten years ago. When when they were talking about the ACC, they're a perfect location to go to the Big Ten. They always have been. Um, yep. You know, the the Big Ten's a better you know all around for football as it is. I wouldn't say, you know, for other things, but because the <laughs> ACC has got some studs, you know, we've already talked about them right? You know, a couple weeks ago, but Notre Dame belongs in the Big Ten. I've, I've said that for a long, long time. Their type of play belongs in the Big Ten. Touchdown Jesus belongs in the Big Ten, you know, and the Big Ten and the SEC made moves to – for you know, form power conferences, and you could see Washington, Washington State, possibly, but I still think it's just gonna we're gonna stick around to like your the big dogs are gonna join these two conferences. Now, I I can I honestly see them get rid of some conf- guys too. Yeah, that's another thing I was gonna say, but I don't count out. I don't know why I saw it and it made sense to me, but do not count out Cal, Skipping, or Stanford. I could see those guys going, I'm out, you know? What's your interest in us? Because we're ready to go, too. I just, I see in like three to five years, there being two big super conferences. And, and 
that'll be about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Cal is such a great school. Like, I wouldn't tell you they're a great athletic school, but they're one of the top engineering schools in the entire country and, and world, by the way. Um, I don't see them as a type of team. I'm like, oh, it's, I mean, let's be real. They haven't, they, they've had Jared Goff and, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers. But how many guys would be like, oh, it's, Cal's like elite. They got Marshawn Lynch, Javid Best. You know, I guess I can go down, you know, Deshaun Jackson. I can, I can go through a few guys, but I can't say that they've been the type of group that I'm like, oh, we got to go get, you know, Cal. It's kind of like, I don't know. All right, well, my point about it was it would make sense because if you had Cal and Stanford that transferred over, that would guarantee four California teams. So that would guarantee every team in the Big Ten would have to travel to California, which would be big for recruiting, if you think about it. You know oh, I, mean? I agree with that 100%. But I, it, well, I've, I've said this for a long time. You know, there's the two schools that – because getting into Stanford and Cal is no easy thing. I mean, they're – No way. They're tough schools, right? You know, if you want to go be a film major, you know, you go to USC. Let's be real. <laughs> Yeah, uh, U- USC and UCLA are going to attract better. You know, ju- you like going to like going there. You know what I'm talking about? No, I'm saying yes. You, yeah, you yes. got it. You got to bust your ass to go to Stanford and you know California. So I don't know if you can pull them in. You know, but you can say the same thing about Vanderbilt too when it comes to you know the SEC, but. That's all they are, dude. They're just they're a lot of smart guys. That's right. No, I'm trying. I'm not trying to be rude, but no, I agree. I agree. Like I said, that my point. My point is just more so of I, I feel they have to get two West Coast teams, possibly two uh, two more California teams to make a, a four packs. That it's guaranteed that everybody in that division in the conference is is, is traveling, you know, to the West. But my Chris my asked, other concern you know, is. Does the style of play that UCS, USC and UCLA have, does that fit the Big Ten? I think college and football in general is changing. Okay. So, And, and I've always said that. Um, you're, you're seeing the trend. You're actually seeing it in the NFL, right, because the West Coast offense, not something anybody cared about. Um, you know, but you're watching, you know, Tampa Bay win a Super Bowl with it. You watch Kansas City win a Super Bowl with it. You went. You watched Stanford or not Stanford? Uh, the Rams won a Super Bowl with it because they're a pass happy. It's a pass happy league, bro. It's it's a whole different world, you know. Um, so we got a we got a question here from Jerry. Thanks for watching. Do you think that the lower end schools are guy you would move to be more competitive somewhere, or do you do they not care because of the money rolling, especially in basketball? Well, first of all, I've seen that. All of these moves in conferences only for football and basketball it doesn't affect any of the sports at those those colleges. So yeah, but it will it it will just just like Notre Dame, you know, they were ACC and they were independent football for the longest time, and then they became you know football joined. Uh, what I will tell you is I think that we do this and oh, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> rock on, I get you, Chuck, but. We, we only write only horns down in this for me. Uh, I will tell you, I think, you know, you got teams like Illinois, Indiana, who've always been really good uh, basketball schools. Correct. You know, but 
it's kind of like the Big 12, right? They, the, the Big 12 didn't bring West Virginia because they were a powerhouse football school. They brought them because they knew they would be competitive, you know, basketball-wise. And then Texas Tech won a, you know, national championship out of nowhere. I mean, they, whatever, right? They they didn't they brought in TCU because they were a football school. You know, I, I think you're going to see the Big 10. I mean, Rutgers is one of the oldest football teams in all of football. So if not the oldest, I think they actually played the very first college football game. So, you know, they have, you know, tradition and stuff like that to where, you know, you got teams like Michigan, Michigan State, Northwestern, uh, Penn State. You know, there's a good seven, eight teams that are absolutely powerhouse tradition football teams. Legacy runs USC is one of those teams. You know, UCLA is one of those teams. You you bring right. those teams in because of that, you know, but it's – I'm kind of in that weird aspect. Like you bring Notre Dame into one of those guys got to go, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. But I like, don't know. Like I, like I said, within the next four to five, I believe it's going to be two huge super conferences because this is the way it has to be. I mean, unless you're going to have one conference of just no disrespect, scrubs, <laughs> scrub schools. You know what I mean? But if you had two powerhouses, you could have the winner of the East plays the winner of the West. And major national champion, and there's no need for anything else. Yeah, and you know, I th- I think that's just what what it's gonna. College football is not what it used to be, which stinks. It's the greatest. It's always been my favorite sport, but for me, you know, you're seeing so much change in you know, and for the good and for the bad. NIL deals is you know the kids deserve it. I do think it's getting a little out of hand. I mean, I'm not by any means. I think it's a little crazy. I mean, millions of dollars. And you, we gave a kid, you know, two vehicles and $3 million last year. And then he got basically shipped off to South Carolina. So, you know, (laughs) it can go fast. You know, I mean, you're you're only as good as you were yesterday. So correct. And that, 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 uh, that recruit just committed to to Miami was a little, little hoopla about that. I guess his, uh, he got a big NI deal, like, like 9.7 million. Yeah. It's just a hospital. I mean, that, that's that's my problem here. Like, how you go, how can you give away this type of money? And let's be real, they can get on campus. I mean, we've seen it happen. We've seen mega stars, you know, five star recruits, absolutely great. They get to campus and they tank like nobody's business. So I think there's got to be there's got to be something there that you know, a clause basically, like, hey, you know, if you come in and you jack up. You're paying money back, homie. Rattler got his. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, we we, we went through all this news. There's so much. I feel like lately it's like a, like a daily thing. There's always something to talk about. But let's uh let's dive into this Big Ten and uh we'll start with Northwestern. And this is you know some note to start, but we got to start somewhere. So they uh they only had ten. The, they fell off fast, pressure. bro. <laughs> 10 passing touchdowns they only averaged 13 points per game and 4.4 yards per play but i mean that's there's not much uh much positive there they have two you know the young... crazy thing is is two years ago they were they yeah. won 10 games back-to-back seasons yeah yeah well, they were a championship game weren't they they were close How to the mighty uh, fall, title, bro. I believe. yeah that yeah when, when you hit the bottom you hit the bottom hard <laughs> but uh everybody's young you got uh brennan sullivan freshman 6'3", 215 pounds. He should push Rydalinski for uh, some playing time. I mean, 
Helinski wasn't anything special. He had uh, 764 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. I mean, he's a big guy, 6'3", 225, but I don't know. Who, who do you like here? I feel like uh, at this point, let's just let the freshman go. Let's all of them get his run. I think Solomon's going to get a chance. I, and I said, you know, I think I put in our notes that I think he does push for playing time. Um, Helinski transferred over, you know, has had his chance numerous times. I just think it's time – the freshman's got to get some love here. He's got to get his the ability to do whatever. So, uh, I do, I do like the, uh, the duo in the backfield between Evan Hull and uh, Cam Porter. You know, between the two of them, they had about twelve hundred yards, thirteen hundred yards last year, ten touchdowns. They averaged about five point five yards per carry between the both of them. They're probably going to lean on these guys a lot this year, in my opinion. I mean, like I said, you got young quarterbacks. What else are you going to do when you got young quarterbacks? Now. On the defensive side, they let up 15.5 points per game in 2020. That inflated dramatically to 34 points per game in 2021. That needs to change. They cannot allow that. The offense can't score enough points to offset that. They allowed 213 rushing yards per game. But they do have two studs, possible studs in in their secondary and Cameron Mitchell and AJ Hampton. Cameron Mitchell's six foot. He's got 31 tackles total last year. He had four pass defenses, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery in only nine games. AJ Hampton is 5'11, 26 tackles, one pick, six pass defenses in nine games as well. Both of those guys, I feel, will see an uptick this year. Um, probably the highlight of their defense is that secondary. They also have a very good edge rusher. I do not want to destroy this man's name, so I'm going to go with Adobe Wari. He had uh, eight and a half tackles for loss, 36 total tackles, four and a half sacks, and a pick. He's a very large man, but he's got good hands, obviously, because he, uh, he has a pick. So I do think he will have better numbers this year. I think that whole those three gentlemen will all increase in their numbers. That secondary will be the highlight of that defense. What, what do you think? Uh, completely agree. Uh, good job on the pronunciation, though. Uh, I was, I, I didn't want to try the first name, <laughs> I was scared, but I didn't want to mess yeah, it up. Yeah, no, no, I get that 100%. Uh, so, I mean, there's not much really to talk about them. I feel like we should just kind of, there's a couple teams here that aren't crazy, so we can kind of, yeah, we're going to noise. I'm, I'm down. I mean, Illinois is going to be a, is gonna be a slow one, too. Brett, Brett, look, first of all, Brett Billum is there. Yep. He should have never left Wisconsin, thinking no. that he could go to the go to Arkansas and think that was an upgrade. Listen, Arkansas is not an upgrade from Wisconsin by Absolutely any means not. whatsoever. No, <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm sorry to the SEC, but I, Wisconsin is is better than Arkansas, bar none. I, I'm not trying to be rude. I mean, I would if if I'm going to coach somewhere, I'm not going like spend my life to go to Arkansas. So. <laughs> he he ruined his career. I mean, he really did, yeah. in my opinion. Well, he's trying to piece so, it back together now. Yeah, he's bringing Lunny at you know at U, from UTSA. Love love Lunny. Uh, UTSA's been really solid the last couple of years. Uh, re- really love them. They're bringing you know two transfers, right? They, they, well, they brought in the kid from Rutgers. They brought in uh, Devito yep. um, from Syracuse. I, honestly, I think it's probably going to be Devito's job from Syracuse. Yeah. So, I think we both agree on that. I mean, yes. kid can throw it. He threw it th- almost 3,500 yards last season. 
27 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Um, got got can run a little bit, 128 yards rushing. So three touchdowns. So I mean, he in the goal line, he he's in there. So it's not bad. No, I do like um, Sidkowski. I mean, he went to IMG Academy, so you don't go to IMG Academy without being somebody in high school. Like it's they, they were crew kids. I mean, it's literally what they do. So, but it's huge. I, yeah, he's a monster, bro. Six five. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, he, he can see over any lineman standing up, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. Hey, getting a ball batted down means he's got got bad mechanics. That, that's only that's the only hundred yeah, percent. <laughs> so he's a monster. So, uh. I mean, I would like to highlight though they had three. I I, I considered three key wins last year against Nebraska, Penn State, and Minnesota, and then they wow. had four losses by less than one score. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, the Fighting Line I had a chance to be a decent squad last year. I mean, they, they didn't put up like crazy numbers. Obviously, that they were five and seven, which they, they like you said they were one score away on four different games to being nine wins. So. And and a bowl game, so uh, they have the opportunity to be better for sure. I agree. Um, running back Josh McCray at uh, 112 attempts, 549 yards, two touchdowns. That's about 4.9 yards per carry. And it's average, not bad. We'll have to improve on that. Wide receivers are slim. I mean, they have Isaiah Williams, 47 receptions, 525 yards, four touchdowns. I do like the 11.2 yards per catch. But there's not much there. That's really all. Those gentlemen are all they really have. They need some kids to step up this year and, and overachieve. Yeah, I Next agree. man up. That defense in 2020 allowed close to 35 points per game. They were able to tremendously knock that down to 21.9 in 2021. Only That's five a huge point, difference. Yeah, only 5.24 yards per play. That's, I mean, you dropped th- near 13 points per game. Enormous. They returned six starters on defense led by Calvin Hart, who was injured week one last year, but he has 59 total tackles at NC State before the transfer. He had four sacks and 10 tackles for a loss in two years at NC State, so we should see that product this year. Like I said, he was injured week one, so he will be the leader of that, you know, Oh, yeah. I mean, but the crazy thing is what he did in the first week. I mean, he had a 45-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown, I believe. Yep. Um, you know, he had the one – he had the – like the like one half tackle for loss and then a sack. And I mean, the kid was – he was having a great game, you know, yeah. and then to get injured and not play the rest <laughs> of the season, you know, I, I, I hope he just comes out and balls out this year. I really do. Yeah, I think from what I'm reading, he's fully healthy this year, so he should be a man on a mission. Let's get into uh, Nebraska and head coach Scott Frost, who I wrote to you that I believe he is an outhouse candidate for us. I mean, three years, 15, and what is it, 15 and 29? Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, let's be real. When he was leaving Oregon and, you know, obviously Scott Frost is from Nebraska. He was, you know, had right. a good career there. But you, do, if you're going to leave Oregon and the recruiting that Oregon has and the money that Oregon has – Dude, it's let's be real. The only reason I'm going to Omaha is to watch the College World Series, bro. And that was only because they moved there nine years ago. So I that don't get me wrong. They are I will tell you this. Nebraska has probably the best fandom. Oh, yeah. They, they've 
they've sold out at every single game for like 30 years. And by the way, cause there's nothing else to do in Omaha. So I was going to say absolutely nothing. <laughs> or that Lincoln, is sorry. In nowhere. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Lincoln, Nebraska. So, I mean, that, it's just one of those things, man. I mean, they did bring in a great, I, I'm with you on that house though. I, I mean, if, if he has a losing season this year, he's gone. I, yeah, he has to be. I mean, I, t- times have changed since his days in Nebraska, and he needs to change that style of football. So the crazy thing is how he was running in Oregon. He it doesn't feel like he's doing that. He like three sixty. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe maybe it's the higher off, ups. Take over with this one. You were about to say they brought yeah, in someone. Uh... They brought in Casey Thompson from you know he went to you know high school in Oklahoma his brother went to OU he went to Texas which honestly blew my mind when it happened yeah and you saw him you know in the bowl, the bowl game before he started last season balls out in the bowl game just absolutely goes crazy and then comes out first 5 6 games plays really well and then just slows down hits you know but I, honestly i i just feel like it was Sarkeesian's fault like i feel like they just hey we need to give Bijan the ball more don't get me wrong. I understand you got B. John Robinson, but when your quarterback's throwing like seventy eight percent, you know, you you let him cook, buddy. I, now, I thought the same thing. Is there a possibility that he had an injury? So that's that's you know, definitely got to be there. I mean, he went twenty four and nine, and he knew the writing was on the wall when you know Quinn Ewers coming in. He obviously right, knew right. something was going on with Arch um, to get those two guys. He's pretty much a senior anyway, so yeah. Uh, you tr- you know, you, he's he's a better quarterback than his brother, and his brother went you know played at Utah and ended up playing a little pro football and at, for the oh, for Washington when they were the Redskins, and then, right. but I mean the dudes threw for two over two thousand yards last year. Um, only you know I had a what one sixty five two sixty one four touch four rushing touchdowns. 150 yards rushing. He's got legs. You know, he's oh, yeah. smart. He's athletic. He He's better than Martinez, I will tell you that, because I just never – was never a believer. Um, uh, he's better. They just have nothing. Natural, natural quarterback better. is better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, I think he's rusher, a better athlete, no. honestly. Well, I, well, honestly, I, I, he's a better athlete. But, I, I think Martinez is a better rusher. He, he is, well, I mean, that's but he's what he not does. A, but, again, he's not a quarterback then. Right, right. You know no, what I mean? As I said, as a natural quarterback – your boy's better. I agree 100%. I just think as, as yeah. a, a runner, Martinez was better. Yeah. I, I think I, – I don't love the offense for him, but no. maybe he finally does what he's supposed to do, you know, have Mariota numbers. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Yeah. that's the offense he should be running. And But the problem is he's got no, nobody there. Omar Manning, no. Trey Palmer, came for LSU. I mean, he's basically a return guy before he left there. Um, you know – Running back got by committee. You've already talked about it. Ramir Johnson, uh, Anthony Grant, and then uh, Jaquez Yant. I think Yant's going to be the guy. Personally, I mean, I I like him better personally. But uh, Grant Grant's a transfer from Florida State, right? Yes, yes. I, so. I don't know. I I think Yant is probably going to take it too as well. Uh, I feel that Trey Palmer could be like Egbuka Egbuka from Ohio State. I feel like not not that as good. I'm saying the style of play where he was mainly used as a kick returner last year, and I they're going to transition him to probably wide receiver two or three. Obviously, Ohio State the book will be three, but 
I just I feel that that's the role that they'll probably use Palmer in. Obviously, he's coming from LSU. He wasn't going to get the playing time anyway. You got one of the top guys there in Butte, so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, Nebraska's got nowhere to go but up, and that's crazy considering what they expected when they brought Frost in. But I, so, I, I feel that they're going to fall flat in their face again. And I think the thing is, I, I is that that you know we talked about one score games. They were in a game in the fourth quarter the last three or four years. They took the Ohio State to the fourth quarter and then felt you know they just fell on their face. Yeah, uh, I, they took Oklahoma to the fourth quarter until like probably one of the greatest interceptions I've ever seen in the last ten years. You know where the old boy catches the ball in three sixties. You know inside the red zone and. I'm telling you, Nebraska has been so close, but cannot shut the door on anybody. Exactly, Frost can't can't coach to can't coach to the dub. He he just sticks around, you know. If he goes one and five to start the season, they cut him mid year. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 if he gets to, I mean, we're talking. If he gets to thirty five losses, which is at twenty nine right now. Yeah. If he get if he gets to thirty four, um, which is halfway through, if he gets to thirty five, he's gone, bro. Okay. I'm in the same boat. I agree with you 100%. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. I, I feel like his seat is super hot that he can't even sit down right now. Yeah, dude. He, dude, the ground he's walking on is, is fiery coals. I mean, it is. And that yeah. sucks. But, I mean, because I don't know who you're going to bring in. So Yeah, I don't know either. But the, just the whole play overall was bad. They had 18 turnovers on the offense. Like, that's you can't have that. Wow. <laughs> When the talent's Martinez fault. <laughs> I know. Not all of it. I mean, some of the play calling was bad, too. It was just, you know. Now, on the defensive side, can, can these black shirts come back? Can can they be? Uh... You know, that's what we're talking about. Like, I mean, the black shirts have been, you know, were such a staple. You know, you know, I know that I always bring up Oklahoma, but there's a reason why Oklahoma and Nebraska had game of the century. Right? I mean, the reason yeah. it was called it was, like, one of the best games. It's because that black shirt defense was so good. And oh, yeah. that they need to get back to the basics. And you can win with a good defense in the Big Ten. I, I, like I said, we know we're bringing up the USC thing. Lincoln Riley going to change that. You know, yeah, yeah. Ohio State has already done that too. So if you can't score points in the in the entire league, by the way, you're done. Now you can't win. To that point about having you can win with a good defense. N- normally, I'm going to go with 75 percent of the time. To win with a good defense, you have to have a somewhat decent running game. Oh, I agree. Because yeah. you lean on the running game to eat the clock so that your defense isn't out there the whole time. I don't know if they can do that. I'm with you. Yep. And that's yeah, right and, now until until they they need to bring in a pounder. I mean, let's be real. Like we're gonna talk about it in a little bit. We got a guy yeah. in Wisconsin that came out of nowhere and Oh yeah. I mean, these linebackers, they're all over the field. I love Luke Luke Reimer, 108 total tackles, six tackles for loss in a sack. Obviously, Garrett Nelson is his partner, 57 total tackles, five sacks, 11 and a half tackles for loss. These guys are all over the field. You know, they lost their whole front line. They lost Mathis to TCU. They lost Drew to Texas Tech. They lost Win to Alabama. But they got that boy, that boy in his secretary, Cam Taylor Britt, with 11 pass defenses and 51 tackles. You better watch out for that boy. That's, yeah, that's he's, solid, he's gonna make a big name. Yeah, really solid. And and I like Wynn coming over from Alabama. 
Um, Drew's decent from Tech. You know, like you said, they lost three of the guys, but I'd leave too if Wynn was showing up when I was at Nebraska. So, I mean, because that that dude's gonna ball out. I mean, he didn't go. You don't yeah. you don't go you don't go to Alabama unless you're you know a four or five star. So right, right, yeah. All right, well, let's uh let's keep it rolling. It's going to uh Minnesota. Yeah. Head coach PJ Fleck averaged twenty five points per game last year, five point four five yards per play. But they got that dude back. They're OC and Kurt. I don't. I again, these names really tested me today. It's Soroka, right? I I believe so, but the way it's spelt, it does not correlate to that. Soraka. But I'm going to go with what you said. <laughs> uh, he's back. And in 2019, when he was with Tanner Morgan, Tanner Morgan balled out 3,200 yards, 30 touchdowns. I can see yeah, that he, happening again. He also got he had Bateman too. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, don't sleep. Okay. I, I'm not, please do not roast me, Twitter. YouTubers, do not roast me. But do not sleep on Chris Altman Bell. Okay. He has similar physical structures to Bateman. His numbers last year 36 receptions, 506 yards, six touchdowns, 14.1 yards per catch. This man next, Dylan Wright. 6'4", 210 pounds, 18 receptions, 365 yards, 20.3 yards per catch. Those two gentlemen, they they might make Tanner have those numbers again. And yeah, I mean, he's a beast. They get a stud running back, a top. I mean, he would have been a top running back last year had he not tore his Achilles. In uh, another name, here we go, Muhammad Ibrahim. Is that correct? Yeah, I think you're spot on that. That man would have been probably in the top 10 last year had he not torn his Achilles. He's fully healthy. He's cutting. He's moving well. I don't want to put high expectations on this team. They have a center that is probably the top center in the country. He's definitely going to be an All-American and John Michael Schmitz. Straight stud. Dog. I, I think Minnesota's offense is going to be pretty good this year. Yeah, I think – I mean, it, the team was good last year. P.J. Flex a good coach. Uh, I think that they're going to be good again. So, they pro- they have a very good chance to win that division. I, I, I agree with you. Now, they lost probably four or five guys. Obviously, Bo Matthew, the NFL. Ezzy Otume is gone as well. And like I said, about three or four other guys they lost. They do have some talented guys uh, on their defense. They were second last year in the Big Ten in um, scoring allowed. They only let up 17.3 points per game, and they were fourth with 4.8 yards per play. Now, they got Mario Sorry martin He's obviously the leader on that team. 85 total tackles, five tackles for loss, one deception. The secondary, there's some talent back there. Obviously, I, I, I know you like Justin Wally. You say he's young, uh, but his numbers aren't, aren't bad for a young guy. I'm I'm more of a, a fan of uh, Tyler Newman as in, in the safety, 52 tackles, three picks, and then Jordan Hooden's got 43 tackles, five pass defenses. Um, tell me a little bit about your boy Justin. You like him? He's young though. Yeah. So I mean, the thing is, he's not as good as the guy we were talking about last week. Uh, I forgot the rookie. You know, the freshman we were talking about last week that we uh, uh, Case Casey. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yep, yep. Dude's a ball from Utah. Um, yes. So. 
he doesn't have that type of talent, you know, and I don't I you know he reminds me of he reminds me of, of Jackson from Iowa a couple years ago, went to the Packers, you know, and now I, I believe he's playing for the Cardinals. Um, okay. he reminds me of him a lot, you know, has pretty good press coverage, you know, he doesn't get burnt, which is great. Uh and I think his tack rate was like an eighty-two percent, which from a corner, eighty-two percent tack rate is I mean, I'd like that from a linebacker. So you know, I'm not worried about him getting burnt. I'm not worried about missing an open field tackle. And he plays pretty good man coverage. So that's why it reminds me of a lot of Jackson. I like it. I like it. But keep going. Keep rolling. Going to the Iowa Hawkeyes with head coach Kurt Burnett. They uh they scored 23 points per game last year. They averaged four point parents. My apologies. His name's attesting me today. So many big ones, you know. Four point five yards per play. Yeah. They lost the stud center in Tyler Linderbaum, and a, a a pretty decent running back in Tyler Godson to the NFL. So those are going to be hard to replace. I had a, con, a QB controversy, I feel. Bruin, would, would you say, or you think that uh, Spencer Petros has it wrapped up? Um, do I like Padilla? But I, I think because where Petros is, I, I just think that Neither one of the guys is tossing the ball. I mean, let's be real. They've got a whopping 11 touchdowns between the both of them. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> Iowa has been a pounder guy. You know, they lost Goodson. They've, they've had Goodson for so long. Um, and I just think that it's it's Petraeus is to lose. But right. Padilla is going to get a chance probably. Ference is old school, man. He, he doesn't like, hey, it's your team guy. Like, you lose it for me. He ain't like Lincoln Riley. Like, hey, bro, we're losing to Texas. It's a big game. <laughs> Get your ass in the bench. We're putting in the new kid, you know? Yeah, what, yeah. Ference isn't that way. He will ride a dude, you know, till the till the wheels fall off. And right. he's he's that way with every player. If he's a grinder in practice, he, he's going to give him his chance. And, you know, like you said, till the wheels fall off. They do have yeah. these two Williams guys that run him back. I mean, nothing special. There is a chance that LaShawn Williams could pass Gavin. Uh, Gavin only had 305 yards last year on 65 attempts. LaShawn had 21 attempts of 69 yards. Uh, and like I said, it's I hit a miss. Gavin's, bro. You think it's Gavin's? I think, yeah, I don't think LaShawn takes it. I think I think it's Gavin Williams. I I just think just he's a little bit bigger, you know. Just the, I just think it's Gavin's to lose. He's yeah. a lot more like Goodson, so. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And that's the style of play that they like. Uh, the wide receivers are slim. Nico Ragami and Ke- uh, Keegan Johnson, they got combined 700 yards, three touchdowns. Now, this man coming up, this is my guy. I just had a Do discussion. They just, they're like a factory for tight ends, by the way. I just had a discussion with uh, the guys at the Debbie Royale, and they have Mayer as tight end one this year. And I, I, I'm telling you, Laporta, Sam Laporta, is going to give Mayer a run for his money as the top tight end. Laporta, 6'4", 249. He lacks a little bit. Of, he's not the greatest at blocking, okay? He can block. He's not the greatest. But he has good hands, 12.6 yards per catch. He had 53 receptions for 670 yards. I got him as number two tight end right now. This, this is my guy. I like him, and I, I, I like to do it. I talked to two guys last week that we spoke about with Ben Yurisek. Uh, in Stanford, and um, I can't think of the other gentleman's name right now. Starts with a D. But both of those gentlemen I like. But I, I, 
I'm with Laporta. I, I, I'm telling you, don't sleep on this kid. You're doing Debbie drafts, and he's there late. Right. Scoop him. He, he's there late, and you get 60 receptions out, out of your tight end? Bro, you give me that all day. Like, I mean, that dude's he's a baller. I mean, he could easily hit, you know, 900 receiving yards this year for – that's what I'm you saying. Know. You get nine and receiving yards, it's probably going to be somewhere around 70 receptions. And he Dude, gets double digit touchdowns. He did this in 11 games last year. So, yeah. I don't know why people hate on him. Like I said, he, his only, to me, his only knock is he's not really a good blocker. But who cares? Mike Kosecki don't block at all. Yeah. And that dude's a stud in the NFL. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. If your hands make up for the blocking. Find a dude who blocks. <laughs> Play him yeah. on the other side. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think he's fine. Like, I'm with you. I think he's the he's a stud. Now let's get into that defense. Uh, I got a I got a highlight guy on this defense that I really like. That defense caused 31 turnovers last year. Uh, defense was led by obviously Jack Campbell, linebacker, 140 tackles, three tackles for loss, two interceptions. Dude, 6'5", 243. He's a locomotive out there. He's, He's a monster. You know what I mean? He's a monster. And 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 it's no disrespect to his counterpart, Seth Benson, at 105 tackles. But I feel Benson kind of might might reap the benefits off Campbell's coattails. But I mean, Jack, Jack Campbell Campbell's is, is my good. defensive player of the year in the Big Ten for me. This is my candidate. I'm going with. I think he's probably going to lock it up. They do have Riley Moss in the secondary, who has 10 career picks, 15 career passes. Uh, deflections. So I wouldn't wouldn't sleep on him. I like Lucas Van Ness. I think he's going to bubble this year at, on the end. I think he might be that. He has the least numbers, but he has the dude, most tackles for dude, loss. Seven, seven, but he has seven sacks, right? I mean, right. W- w- this dude could have 14 sacks like it's nothing. I mean, he he could have an Epinesa type of year. You oh, know? yeah. And, you know, obviously I bring up AJ because he went there and, you know, he's right, right. But I mean, seven sacks is nothing to shy about, you know, especially in a league that pounds the ball. Not They don't right. pass the ball, okay? You, to get seven sacks in the Big Ten is, is a number. So if he gets 10 sacks, 10, 12 sacks, he's going to be uh, in the list for, you know, Buckets Award, in yeah. my opinion. So and He gets 10, 12 sacks and, and double-digit tackles for loss because eight and a half tackles for loss means you're back there. You're in there. You know what you're grinding, and you get the sacks. I mean, he gets double digits for both. It'd be hard pressed not to have him as a top two candidate, in my opinion. I agree. I agree with you. I agree. All right, let's keep it rolling. Let's go to Purdue, the Boilermakers. Head coach Jeff Brom, back. They got quarterback Aiden O'Connell last year through for almost four thousand yards, thirty-seven hundred, twenty-eight touchdowns, eleven interceptions. This is the number right here: seventy-one point six completion percentage. Love it. I mean, that had to be I mean, tops, close to the top last year. Well, yeah. I mean, without a doubt, when your when your coach is Jeff Brom, you and you better ball out, you know. Right. Uh, and he's putting up legit. I mean, that Aiden O'Connell could leave right now and be a backup quarterback in the NFL right now without even blinking. And if, if I Aiden think O'Connell he honestly, went to the Minnesota Vikings, he would take Kellen Mond's spot. Oh yeah, blink of an agreed. eye. Agreed. Blink of an eye. <laughs> um, and, you know, people, you can say what you want. He's had great, uh, you know, he's had Bell and he's had uh, old boy from. Oh, Milton uh, Wright, but Milton Wright's not going to be there this year. <laughs> yeah, but two years ago he had what's-his-face. So, 
Uh, Purdue has had some decent wide receivers, and Bell was a beast last year. But, yeah, <laughs> Milton had been academic and eligible is hilarious. Yeah, uh, but look at his numbers. You guys scored two point five on me. Like, I mean, yeah, I know, I know. But I mean, he had numbers: fifty-seven receptions, seven hundred thirty-two yards, seven touchdowns, twelve point eight yards per catch. I mean, you got to replace that somehow. Is Brock Thompson going to replace that? Because that's the closest guy to it, in my opinion. Yeah, without a doubt, it's it's going to be him or Jones. I mean, I I really like Jones. Like Jones is just he's he's surprising how quick he is. You know, and I right. think that in that offense, you need you, that. That's going to be the guy. Brock Thompson's probably going to be the guy that has the most touchdowns of the group, and he's got 15 yards of reception. I mean, that's ridiculous. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> to, to me, you're over, you're over 12 yards per catch. You're on my radar. I'm watching you. I mean, I, there's a reason why, especially if you have over over 30 receptions. You know, you got over yeah. 30 receptions, and and your yards per catch is over 13. It's someone you got to keep an eye out on. You know, Purdue, yeah. Purdue was, you know, scaring. You know, they were surprised when a couple of years ago. They ain't surprised nobody now, man. People are watching out for Purdue again. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Brom is is building a, a solid team there. So I agree. He's coaching really well. Him and PJ Fleck both. So now they got that. They got a good defense coordinator, Ron English, and uh, they allowed twenty two points per game and five point five yards per play last year. They, they lost both ends, Demarcus Mitchell and George Carlofis. So, yeah, Carlofis is real too. So, I mean, yeah. you know, people are talking about him putting up major numbers, you know, you know, this year as a rookie. So, th- those are big losses. But you know, they, they he can looks play. really good in Casey's camp, man. Really, really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. So he looks good. We'll have to see what happens. That that that, that defense is. Got a lot of holes. It's going to be interesting. They're going to have to put up a lot of points. I think Aiden O'Connell can lead them, but they better be putting up 30-plus. Do you think he hits 4,000 4, yards this year? Oh, man, it's, he's got his hands behind his back right now to do that. It's okay. going to be hard. Do you think he hits 30 touchdowns? No. Okay. I think his uh, numbers regress. Honestly, uh, I don't want him to. Look at what he's working with. He's working with – he's losing David Bell. David Bell's got a chance to pretty much lock up wide receiver two in Cleveland. He's balling out right now. Who's yeah. replacing that? Brock Thompson, I don't have him on the same level as David Bell. I think they're they don't very close, really... actually. Huh? I think they're very close, actually. Really? You have to think about this, right? Before Bell, it was – I don't know why I'm space. The Rondell Moore? Yeah, Rondell Moore. So – Nobody even knew who Bell was, basically, you know, with except I mean, obviously we do because we I just, we just like Bell's game, but right. Brock is very similar to Bell, right? And he's a very different player than Rondell Moore. So that's why I tell you, you know, if Rondell Moore is harder to replace than, than Bell. So I think Thompson is very close, like very competitive. I just I, I look at what last year was Thompson couldn't really get on the field past Milton. I mean, I get it because he was, you know, the backup to Bell, but he, he couldn't even get on the field against Milton. He had trouble getting on the field. He only had 30 receptions. So maybe, maybe you're right. Yeah. I, I, I do see there are some similarities, the, the, the routes, the type of receiver that they are. I get that. I just – I like David. I'm, I'm a David Bell fan. I think uh, I think he's underrated, to be honest. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. 
Well, let's 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 keep it rolling. We're going to Wisconsin. I know you love this gentleman on Wisconsin. You're big on him. He's uh, he's your guy, as we would say. But uh, head coach Paul Christ, he gets this, he gets it going. He gets his team rolling. And uh, quarterback Graham Mertz, he, he threw for two thousand yards last year, ten touchdowns. But he threw for eleven picks. You can't have more picks than touchdowns. And you kind of got saved by that because of your guy, which I'm not even going to talk about. I'm going to let you talk about him. Go get him. I mean, let's be real here, dude. I mean, with the, we we want to talk about Bijan Robinson, Trayvon Henderson, right? Especially we're going to talk about Trayvon Henderson today. But Braylon Allen was a freshman last year, 6'2", 238. Dude's his big – I mean, he's a monster size-wise, right? 186 attempts for 1,268 yards and 12 touchdowns. 6.8 yards per carry, and you know that that's all they have in the box. Like, they don't yeah. have a quarterback, and he's still running for seven yards a jump. So, converted wide real. receiver. And he's yeah, a converted he's a wide receiver. monster. He's been what, a running back for two years? Not not even that, really. I mean, well, bare, I mean, high school, but let's be, he, was a, he was a rookie a freshman last year. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody even knew who this kid was. Everybody going to know who this kid is. Like, you can't yeah. even – I, I watched. Stop I it. saw two highlights of him running. And it was like a you know a Clydesdale running down the field. I'm like, where did this kid come from? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, he, I, I I told you weeks and weeks ago. I I've got Derrick Henry vibes like you wouldn't believe. He's, he's a big boy. He's big a boy. big Six, big boy. Two thirty eight. he's you know who's it? Uh, Jacobs from the Giants a long time. Brandon you know, Jacobs. A, yeah, Brandon Jacobs, a monster, right? Oh yeah, touchdown machine. But Allen's faster. Yeah. Yep. You know, and that's the crazy thing. There's a reason. I mean, he's a legit wide receiver speed at running back and the size of Jacobs. So if you he's look 240 at Jacobs, pounds and he might have 4% body fat. Yeah, but he's, and I was going to say, he's got a totally different t- body style. Jacobs was a, was a triangle type dude, big shoulders, down on the feet, powerhouse run you over. Really? He's got a, like, a wide receiver body. And he'll run you over like, you know. Like he's a, full, a deceptive back, 240, much. though. Like, yeah, Dude, it's wild. It's crazy. I, I'm an apt like I can literally like I talk about two running backs all all night, and Brown Allen is one of them. And I know and your guys coming up soon. Yeah, I, my, my two favorite running backs in the entire NCAA are in the same you know conference. So right, it, it's crazy to me. Allen's now, real. I mean, he's real. They, they're going to need to lean on Allen heavy because that wide receiver Jamiri Dyke and. and the young boy, Skylar Bell, who has a total of 700 yards. Dude, let, he let's they have school. nothing else. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Their quarterback sucks. I mean, I'm not I'm not want to be, you know, throw trash on somebody, but we already talk, talked about this. You, you don't go 10-11 and be good, Mm-mm. right? You don't throw for 2,000 yards, you know. And it's not good. like they didn't throw the ball. They threw the ball 300 attempts. Yeah. I mean, it's, terrible. He, he, it's dink and dunk, bro. And now it was to dig and to the running back. On the road to Ohio State, on the road to Michigan State, and on the road to Iowa. Good luck. To all three. That boy really, really tough up. places. All really tough places to play. Thank God that they have a top Big Ten defense who uh, had 28 turnovers in the Big the, Ten. Hey, not just Big Ten defense. They were the top defense in football. We We give Georgia all the props and all the love for last year. The top defense in football last year was Wisconsin. So they, I mean, like I said, Big Ten, they only allowed 239 yards per game. 
the Big Ten in 2.1 yards of play. Insane. They need that to be duplicated this year, or they are going to be hurting for sure. Yeah, but they can lose Jim, seven games like this. So yeah, Jim Jim Linehart, he should be able to keep that that train moving, you know, steady, keep that coal on fire. So let's hop into uh, Indiana with head coach Tom Allen. Oh, and nine last year. They're so bad, dude. That is just man. They're so bad, bro. How do you how do you recruit kids? I don't even know how dudes transfer. Like, how does why is Connor Basil? What is it? Is it Bezalak? Why is he transferring from Missouri to to, to Indiana? You know, and that's the crazy thing. Yeah, well, you know, and that makes you wonder, like, what they were doing when when the Penix decides to transfer because. Penix had that year, you know, year a couple years ago where we we're like, dude, Penix is real, you know. I thought he was, and, and he had some monster made. games, you know. And then, uh, then he gone, and then, you know, Baslack is basically Maddie Mock, you know, from Missouri. So sixty five percent guy, twenty five hundred yards, sixteen touchdowns, yeah. and he didn't play a whole lot. So, uh, you know, I, I, I will tell you, I, if I'm, I'm down. I mean. They can only go up. Yeah, hundred percent. They're, they're one of the worst teams in rise. football. So, yeah. I I'm a fan of uh, the Auburn transfer running back Sean Shivers. I feel like it's his. I think he's going to take it over Josh oh, Henderson. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, we, we have to see Emory Emory Simmons take the next step. Okay. He was in uh, North Carolina last year. He only had 30 receptions, but he had 516 yards, 17.2 yards per catch. Serious. I need him to take that step. Yeah, they, they uh, got two guys from North Carolina, right? They got Henderson yeah, they got the and running back. Sims. Henderson. Yeah, so. So, if, if he takes that step, they have a chance to build upon. If he can't take a step, it's going to be all running game, and you're going to need that defense to carry you. And I don't – man, I don't know. Indi- Indiana is doing what every team, you know, is is doing. They're, they're going to get players that yep. are smart. That have played, you know, Shivers ran him for a thousand yards last season. So, you know, if they're going to win, they're going to win with players from the transfer portal. You know, basically, it's it's kind of like you know, we back in the day used to grab the JUCO kids. Now you're grabbing Division One players who can play football or legit ballers, starters, to bring in. Like, hey, bro, I can showcase you. You know, I can make you the next Jordan Howard from Indiana, right? Because we ain't got nobody else. And then exactly. It's going to be uh, you, <laughs> you know, and it was, it, it was smart by their coaches, you know, to bring Alan smart to bring him in. I agree. Oh, that, that defense, like we were just saying is terrible. They let up 35 points per game. So that has to change. Or it's going to be the same story. Again hey, in the big 12 and allowing that or in the big 10 and allowing that. Yeah. It's yeah. bad, bro. And you, it's they got bad. a dog in that secondary though. Taiwan Mullen is a dog. Uh, I, I just 13 tackles, 16 solo tackles, one pass defense. I mean, I, I only be on the field for so long and running around for so long case these guys before your numbers start to look bad. But Agreed. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Let's keep it rolling. Right in the ruckus. Head coach, George, George Siriano. Greg, Greg Shiano. Why? So I'm all over. I don't know where right you're now. at today. Greg Yeah, Shiano. I'm sorry. Uh, can they get six wins? And can they get back to a bowl game? No. I don't think so either. Not this year. I don't think. Um, I, I just don't think they have enough. You know, they got Vidal quarterback. He's a sixty percent guy. You know, he's a seven and seven guy. He's not that great to be honest with you. Uh, 
which like is crazy because Greg Greg Schiano, when he was at Rutgers, his first stint before he went to the pros, correct? They were good. Yes, they were really good. And the Patriots took dudes season. from them. <laughs> and then now you're like, dude, what what's going on? Like you haven't done a thing since you got back here, and they they brought him back knowing the issues he had, and he ain't done nothing since he got back there. I mean, he, they're trash. Yeah, I think I honestly think that uh, Wimstad's gonna could probably take Vidal's job. I mean, he's a four star recruit, six three, two hundred pounds. He's a redshirt freshman last year. I think, I think he can get in there and, and and give him a run. But it's it's gonna be hard. They only had five plays last year over forty yards. They only scored thirteen points a game from four point four yards per play, and they only returned two linemen. <laughs> Man. It's it's an uphill battle for them. But yeah, they they got some work, bro. Like, they got some work. They do have. We're in have the Big Ten East now, though, right? What's that? Is it, we're in the Big Ten East yet? Nope, not yet. Not oh, yet so. oh, I thought Big Ten. Man, we got some work to do. We're, yeah, we're we almost an hour in. We better get rolling. A lot of teams out. They get bigger and bigger. You know, these conferences getting bigger and bigger. Uh, on defense, they return five starters. They kept it to 25 points per game in 2021, but they ranked last in pass efficiency, and they were near the bottom first to run. They do have a good secondary. That safety, Avery Young, 77 tackles, two sacks, one pick, one forced fumble, and they got a dog at cornerback. And Sean Abraham, 44 tackles, 10 pass defenses. Watch out for Abraham. He's the guy to keep an eye on. Yeah, he's, he's solid. He really is. Now, Maryland, let's keep it rolling. Head coach, Mike Loxley. First winning season since 2014. Huge. I, I like this hey, team. Baby Tua, bro. Baby Tua. Yeah, Baby Tua had almost 4,000 yards. He was almost 70% completion, 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. He had 81 rushing yards. They got a dog at wide receiver at Rakeem Jarrett. 62 receptions, 829 yards, 13.4 yards per catch, five touchdowns. He's six foot, 200 pounds. Do you don't... think he's really six foot? No. I don't think I so. I do not. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, think so either. either. He, he's like probably he's a little a little bit a little bit under that. I want to say yeah. he's a five eleven guy. Yeah, I was gonna say they're stretching them cleats out. But I do hey, like he might be six foot in cleats. Yeah, I like Dante Demas, six three, two hundred seventeen pounds, twenty eight receptions, five hundred seven yards, eighteen point one yards per catch, three touchdowns. Hey, little hey, little two a man. Give him props. He spreads it like. It's. I mean, look at it. We got sixty-two receptions, forty-one receptions, twenty-eight receptions to three different receivers. You know, we got five. You know, four touchdowns, three touchdowns, and four to, or five touchdowns. So, literally, all their touchdowns. I mean, that that you know, half his touchdowns were just those three guys. He spreads yeah. it, bro. Like, I mean, he yeah. props. I, hey, I, the, I, the big I, the biggest thing. And we I think we both agree to this. Five returning offensive linemen, like huge. Huge. You pray for that. I mean, you pray yeah. for that, bro. Yep. Like, I mean, he's going to put the same numbers, if not more, um, this coming year. You know, Maryland was nothing shy about, you know, you know, even even losing what they've lost. But they're, they're solid, I, I, dude. Yeah. They, I mean, they lost Tavon Fleet Davis to the NFL. He went to Kansas City. They have a young recruit, Raymond Brown, out of uh, Manchester High School in I will not make any more mistakes on pronouncing things. I would just say out of Virginia, <laughs> he had 2,700 yards. 
Okay, Midlothian. thank you. That, 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 they have a Midlothian, Texas, so that's how I know that. Yeah. Uh, 2,700 yards, 43 touchdowns, and seven yards per carry in his career there. So that, that that's a positive look for a running back. Th- oh, these yeah. guys are my sleeper team um, in the Big Ten. I feel like they can make some noise. Do you think Baby Tua makes it to the NFL? Yeah. And I mean, he's going to be a backup, but he ain't going to – I mean, I ain't saying he's going to be a starter. He, he won't be a starter, but – Will Baby I Tua mean, have a better career than Matt Corral? That's tough, dude. I, honestly, I love Matt Corral coming out of high school. And I, I think Matt Corral could – it still could have a good career. Just – I don't know if he can stay healthy. So <laughs> – We'll see. I don't know. It's just things. He, Baby Two is making a name for himself, and he he caught my eye last year. I watched two games where he was just balling, man, and I was like, whoa, what's going on here? But All right. Getting into some monsters here. Penn hey, State. Hey, we are in the Big Ten East right now. Yeah, we Indiana, are. Indiana, <laughs> Rutgers, and Maryland are both all three in the Big Ten. I mean, they went 7-6 no. last year. They, I think he, they can get 8-10 wins. Not, yeah. not 10. Not to ten, but I think they get to eight to nine wins. I get to eight. I think eight nine's pushing it. Eight they can get. I mean, it all depends on the running back. If that running back yeah. is, is it has the hype and can live up to that hype, that five star recruit with Nicholas Singleton, six foot two ten. I don't know what he ran for forty, but I knew no he ran a sub eleven hundred. So that boy got wheels and he can bang. He's a big yeah. fella. Uh they got a start at wide receiver. I, I'm a big fan of Parker Washington. He's got sixty four receptions last year, eight hundred and twenty yards. 12.8 yards per catch, four touchdowns. I, I love him. I got him. In, if He might be right outside my – I forget right now. I think he's right outside my top eight. He might be eight. I'm not sure why I received this year. I, I, um, him and Zay Flowers are probably neck and neck for me where they're at. I love it. Um, but What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on the quarterback there, Sean Clifford? Do you, you think he can get the 3,500 yards this year and, and over 61% completion? You know, we were talking about Clifford, you know, before we even started all of this, whether you believed in him or not, right? And I, I think he can get to – I don't think he can 3,500 yards. 3,500 yards a lot in any aspect of college football. I, I think he has an uptick to – I think he gets to 25 touchdowns, though. I mean okay. – And keep it under? He only had eight picks. Can he keep it under double-digit picks, too? I think go 25 and 10, so. Okay. I like that. Now – that offensive line can't get any worse. Last year, they let up 44 sacks. If they can cut that in half, bro, he's got a very good chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 44 sacks in 11 games is ridiculous. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. Simple math, I that's mean, four 44 games. Sacks in, it, 44 sacks in any league is, is ridiculous. They had I mean, zero 100-yard rushing games last year. They only averaged 2.96 yards per carry. Singleton especially, will... Destroy that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I see, I see Singles at least baller, 800 bro. yards. A, a, at least 1,000 yards I, I, I can see from him. I think year. he's a 1,000-yards guy, too. I mean, he's a 10-8 guy, you know, in the 100. Yeah. Like we were talking about that. That's uh, what I'm saying. Like, uh, I don't know. The, um, their defense, they lost Brandon Smith and Arnold. Go ahead. You can say it because I will mess it up. I'm sorry. I'm, these names are throwing me for a loop. How do you pronounce his name? E. e- Keith uh, Adisa, oh, oh, sorry, I was talking about Adisa Isaac. So you were talking no, about Donald Ibakiti, I believe. That's his name. He he's gone, and Brandon Smith. But they have your boy, 
Adisa Isaac, who's 6'4", 248 Adi- pounds. Adisa's real, dude. I mean. Yeah, he is real. Uh, he had 13 tackles, one point, one and a half tackles for loss, one and a half sacks. Uh, they got PJ Mustapa. He's 6'3", 323 pounds, defensive tackle, 21 tackles. He had three tackles for loss and one sack. And that was all before his injury. I'm not sure how many games he played. Was it seven? Eight? I think he played seven games. So Okay. And now I did check this because I knew you were going to ask me. At corner, they got Joey Porter Jr., 50 tackles, 39 solo, one interception, four oh deflections. That is, that is Joey Porter's son. Yeah. So yeah. And, he, and, I mean, might be better. He might be you better. You think so? It, I yeah. mean, it's a totally different position. One guy was a linebacker. One guy, you know, he his might, son's a corner. Uh, what I'm saying, uh, Joey Porter talent, Jr. Talent might be more, more athletic. Yeah. He plays with that hunger like his dad too, man. He is yapping in everybody's face, and he hits hard. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I I, I love to see. I love to see the next generation of these guys that I watched growing up, and their kids come um, up and their ballers. You know, you know, we were just watched it not too long ago. Um, Joey uh, Horn's son, right? JC Horn. Yeah. It, yep. He 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 flats his mouth like my dad down, like. In his prime, I'd lock him down. No, without a yeah. doubt. I, that, I love to see that <laughs> yes. out of the kid, you know? Ah, uh, who and, was it? I just watched uh, it's, uh, the, on the pivot. Um, they had the, the rookies for the Rams. And one of the, the kids on the Rams, his father was a cornerback for Pittsburgh. Or safety, I forget. And he and he used to say, he tells his dad all the time, huh? every every record you got, I'm beating. Every career total yeah. you got, I'm beating. I love that. Go get it. Yeah. Bro. Go yeah. get it. <laughs> and I'm sure their dad loves it too. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's you know, probably him up a little bit, but. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it what, wouldn't make you like absolutely like, is there a better legacy than having no, your no. kid break your record? That'd be nothing. Yeah, cooler. exactly. So. Yeah. That's what you want, you know? Yeah. When he does it, it's, it's tears of joy and tears of sadness at the same time. You know, you're happy for him. But your moment in glory is over. You're stamping that Hall of Fame. It's gone. But uh, they got another kid, the safety in uh, Jair Brown, who had 73 tackles, one tackle for a loss, 61 solo tackles, six picks, and five pass. I mean, literally every every <laughs> tackle but 12 was a solo. That's that's good. That's in a box. And he breaks the ball up with hands. So yeah, six interceptions. I mean, I mean those are Winfield Jr. numbers. I mean that. Right. If he's not drafted, uh, and he legit should be drafted, the the those numbers are like, bro, why did you stay? Like, we need yeah. to, we have a conversation. I mean, they had like, three solid solid safeties, but he would he could have been a top five safety drafted this year. I agree. I don't I, know. I, I, he's good. He's yeah. He's, he's a ball. So let's keep a, keep a lookout for that secondary. I think they're going to do well this year. We're going to keep it rolling. Michigan State head coach Mel Tucker. We all know who was there last year. They they lost Kenneth Walker the third. They got to make up for close to seventeen hundred yards rushing, eighteen touchdowns. I don't see Jalen Berger or Jarek Broussard touching anything close to that. Ah, uh, they're gonna no. to me. They're gonna lean on the big fella Peyton Thorn. He already had almost thirty three hundred yards, twenty seven touchdowns, ten interceptions, sixty point four percent completion. That, that's who they're going with. They're gonna be chucking the ball around. I feel. Yeah, they kind of have to. Um, let's see, we put Naylor in here, did we? Because um, he was a absolute stud at wide receiver last year. Yeah, he went to Minnesota. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't put him as yeah, a loss. I, I, I just don't. I don't get that. Like, why did he leave? Like, we, I, especially in conference. 
So I, I, where, I don't. Where, I don't. Where would, he, where would he have gone right now? He, he would have fell. He, he, his his where he would rank right now with the wide receivers. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, he he he's too. He was too good to leave. I, especially knowing that Walker's leaving. Know they're going to lean on the passing game. They kind of have to. So I know, and he ended up getting drafted in Minnesota, and he's. I like to say that he's going to push. Uh, Smith. Do you think he left? I, well, I mean, I get that he went to Minnesota. Do you think he left early, though? Oh, I agree he left early. I agree. But I don't know. I don't know if he would have got drafted higher this year than last year because I feel like the wide receiver. Dude, this year, draft, the wide receiver class was stacked. You got to. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of guys, so I got. He could have been. I think. It, I don't know. I, I, I take Tillman over him. Here, I'm taking Burton over him. I'm taking Washington that. over him. I'm taking Zay Flowers over him. I don't know about that either. I, I take I, Zay Flowers I, over Nayla. My personal opinion. I, I, I take Parker Washington over him. Uh, it's a, a good receiver. Don't one. get me wrong. But um, he, uh, Well, I'm, I'm saying he could have been in a conversation for Blitnikoff this year and left. So Agreed. That's, yeah, that's he, I don't know what happened. So, like These guys got people chirping in their ears, and, and we'll never know. But at defense... The defense is going to need to uh, make some uprising changes because uh, they were 11th versus the Big Ten in pass efficiency last year, and that's middle of the pack. So they Especially do get... when, you, when you're getting a running back to have 1,600 yards and then you just letting dudes just toss on you. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> we usually say it's a, it's a good running game and a good defense. They go hand in hand. You need them both if you're going to do it like that. And <laughs> They had one. They had the run game, but their defense was was not it last year. Are you surprised uh, they've got speed to come over? Because Amir, speed yeah, I don't know Georgia. how they got him because he should have been locked phenomenal. In as, yeah, he should be cornerback one for Georgia right now. I just it's insane that he transferred. And he's they, a that's monster. a steal. He's six three two two eleven, so and he's fast. Yeah. <laughs> and he's fast. Uh for me on this defense, there's three guys. Obviously, it's uh, Chris Bogle and then Jeff. Petrowski, but I'm a Petrowski. big fan of Cal Petrowski. I'm a big fan of Cal Holiday. 96 tackles, 39 solo, five tackles for loss, two interceptions, two forced fumbles. He he's all over the place. You know yeah, I mean? he's he's really solid. And he's just a really efficient, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh outside of that, I mean, that's about it. But now now we're getting in. I need to take a breather. Sit back for a second, maybe stretch because we're getting into the big dogs here. Uh <laughs> It's down to Michigan and Ohio State. Um, these guys, they, they're going to battle it out once again. Finally, finally, Harbaugh took that step last year and defeated Ohio State and got the monkey off his back. I mean, that was a a pivotal point for, for Jim Harbaugh. It, I mean, it's crazy. Is you know, he even signed an extension before it happened. So they're like, you know what? It happened. We know how good they are. You know, and the crazy. You know, we were talking about oh boy leaving. You know, early. Oh, I got a dog in my face. Uh, <laughs> wanted to go outside. Uh, you know, we talked about leaving and went to UCLA. You know, with with the running back that they brought in, that that was a little bit of surprise, I think, to some, because that dude had a thousand yards rushing last year. You know, right. and then Quorum is a thousand yard guy. I mean, when you have two thousand yard rushers on your team, you know. Your quarterback doesn't have to do much, 
and he didn't no. do much because no, that dude, not. 516 total yards, you know, you know, yeah. and you came back and were at 2,500 yards, you know. Yeah, but so, I don't, I don't get that system. Why were they running two quarterbacks? Why would I mean, McNamara's not that good. Hey, so listen, I, you don't have a McCarthy or. Yeah, JJ. Is it McCarthy? JJ McCarthy. Yeah, JJ uh, McCarthy. It, yep. Is it not McCaffrey? No, it's, I thought it was McCarthy. I'm almost 100% positive it's JJ You're McCarthy. You're probably right. So um, you, you don't have those guys on your team and not at least see what they're worth, you know, right. because there's college isn't a pro. You don't get these guys for 10 years, you know, so you, you could get them for two years and, you know, we need to find the next guy up tomorrow. And I, yeah. that, that, I think that's why. Oh, shit. Um, sorry. <laughs> Live. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now. I've been doing a little bit of research. I've been looking, watching some film. Uh, my buddy Brandon and Debbie Deep Dive, he's a big, big, big fan of Donovan Edwards. I'm a Donovan I, Edwards fan, for sure. I, I think if Corm does not come out the gate hot, that we could see a lot of Ed, Donovan Edwards from mid-year round. I think you're going to see a lot of them, both of them anyway. I think it's going to be just like last year. Like- 60-40 or 50-50? I mean, I think it's gonna be pretty close to 50-50. I mean, I I I'll get even 55-45, you know, Quorum gets the gets the bulk, but who has only better 144 numbers? 144 attempts. So Right. Who has better numbers at the end of the year? I'm gonna go Edwards. Edwards a baller, bro. Right. I Edwards so a baller, too. bro. He's yeah. so he's so he's so he good. Is good. Uh they got a decent wide receiver in Ronnie Bell. Um in twenty nineteen, he had forty eight receptions. Uh, close to 800 yards, one touchdown, 15.8 yards per catch. He didn't play in 2020 because of COVID, and he got hurt in 2021. So uh, you got two years off. It's a fresh start. Um, they're going to need this guy to ball out. They're going to need him to be, whether it's McCarthy or McNamara, they're going to need this guy to be the, the target. But I do like the Virginia transfer. Man, these guys are just killing me. Oluwatimi. Oluwatimi. The center, Ooh, he's an all-American teeny. candidate. He's obviously the no, he, probably tied for the number one center. I think it's two of these guys in this. In this two conference. guys in in the conference we, that are probably going to be tied for. They're going to be top centers in, in in all of college football, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah, both so. both are going to be in the you know in the talk for top offensive linemen for sure. I, I don't mean to do any disjustice to their defense. Their defense. You know, they allowed 17.4 points per game and 4.3 yards per play, but they lost three monster guys that they have no yeah, replacement bro. for. No, you don't, you don't. Job Owen Hill. You can't replace that in one single season. I'm sorry. No. So yeah, those numbers. That's three big losses. Especially, yeah, it's on every level. Jabo, so. It's every level. You got your, your DN, you got your linebacker, and you got your safety. You lost a stud yeah. at every level. You know what I mean? A guy that could pretty much wear a mic in the NFL at every at every level of defense. You ain't yep. facing that. I'm sorry. So nope, without agree with you. For, drum roll. Without further ado, we're going in to the big dog, Ohio State. Head coach Ryan Day has a NFL caliber team. And they lost two stud wide receivers in the first round. They could have Just- two wide receivers go again in the first round. Dude, they just reload. I mean, that's and the thing is, is we are we're talking about their you know their recruiting class right now is 
loaded with wide receivers again. I mean, they just yeah. – another guy, another guy. When you And the thing is, is you can preach like, hey, bro, we can we can make your first-round draft pick. We had two of them this year. And if Williams would have stayed with us, we'd have had three. So, right. I mean, like, let's just talk about it. So, Dude, those two guys didn't even know that they were playing in a championship game until the night before Harrison Jr. and, and – like I said, and they balled out, like yeah, just dude. shut it down. Yeah, Man. so you know, the Jigba is, is great. We we've been talking about Harrison Jr. He's he, he they say he's a pro's pro as a you know as a freshman. They, you know, his dad is somebody, and he knows he's got you know shoes to fill. So that dude, they, they say you know you you expect certain players to come in and you know, have a di- di- different mindset than others. You know, they're talking about how Harrison Jr. came in. He's like, bro, he outworks everybody. Dude, I he's watched scary. a video. At, but it was where that he camp. The, where he hits the ball. He shot it goes. out of the machine, right, and caught it. Like, yeah, runs it down on. and catches it. Yeah, that's just retarded. Like, that's pure talent. He's six three two. What's he run? Four five? I think four five one. Or yeah. Something so like that. you know that's the thing. He's bigger than his dad. Quite a bit bigger than his dad. Yeah. Because so, Robin Harrison was six foot, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Now the question that everybody's been asking. I, I shouldn't say everybody. I sh- I should say the guys who really dive deep into the Devi. The guys who really really crush the film. Not the guys who are watching highlights because you ain't gonna see this on the highlights because they don't show it. I love Jackson Smith and Nigba. Okay. I think he's a human cheat code. Uh I have him over Boutte. Coach will probably rip me for it. You will probably rip me for it. I know you guys like Boutte. You're, no, you're with a, me? I'm, okay. I'm with you. My, my, my thing is, he's speedy, but he got caught a lot last year from behind. That's the yeah, elephant I, in the room with him. Who cares? Is, is his speed yards, real? Bro. Is his speed real? Does he? Is he, the, he has the thing speed? is, is... Well, yeah, he's fast. I mean, you know, he's 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 still a four four guy. You know, the thing is, is dude, we're talking about a bunch of guys that are you know come from the league. Our Big Ten corners, Big Ten safeties, that are four three guys. I mean, yeah, kids yeah. kids are built different. You know, I mean, yep. The thing is, he's got Amika's there. You know, he's he's the number one wide receiver in the country. You know. Jackson Smith should be the – right now he's he's a finalist for the Blitnikoff and we ain't played a game yet. So he, he He's right – he's P2P consensus one. Oh, I agree. My receiver? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of Mike. Okay. I feel like he is going to come out this year and, and really, really show college football what he's about. He was – they asked him to just be a kick returner last year because they were stacked at the wide receiver position. And the kid said, I got you. And he balled yeah. out as a kid. Which is crazy, right? When you're the number one recruit in the country, wide receiver That's what I'm saying. And you're like, when, when you're a stud okay, like coach, that. I get it. Yeah, four-star recruit, a stud. You know what I mean? He's a five-star. Five, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. He was five-star. When you're a five-star and you're going to a, a top-notch program and they tell you, listen, we're jammed right now with talent. I got you, coach. What do you, what do you need me to do? Yeah, bro. You're fifth on the depth chart and you're the, you're the number one recruit in the country. Yeah. And the kid just went out there and balled out in the kick return. And then he, he had a great game um, in the championship game. Oh, They all did. All those wide receivers. I, he's, I, I think he's going to be a yeah. great wide receiver three for them. And he's going to make uh, 
he could make a run at, at possibly getting noticed. I'll be by honest, the NFL. I mean, he, I, I mean, well, he he's get. I'm gonna tell you right now, he's getting noticed by the NFL. I mean, there's ain't no doubt about that. The thing right. is, he might be. I don't know if he's the number two or number three. I, I think he's I legit the number two. I, I think I Harrison Junior's the number three. I think so too. I did before the season. I, I, I but they keep hyping up Harrison Junior. I think the name uh, is what. It's the name, bro. You know, I mean, it's he's Which one's easier to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's t- he's he's uber talented. He's got all the talent in the world, and he's got legs and he's got great hands. People sleep on my guy because he didn't do much last year in receiving. Like you he's said, the real deal. he was he a five star, number one wide receiver coming out of high school. The kid is the real deal. Do not sleep on him. Yeah, he's. I he's traded for him. My fr- I got a Debbie often, and I traded for him right off the rip. Got him cheap. I got him for like a third round. As you pick. should. That's so. crazy cheap. So yeah. So I'll take it. Now the defense. First, before we get to the defense, they got two stud O linemen in Jones and Johnson. I mean, Jones six six is and six eight, bro. Six eight three sixty and Johnson six six three fifteen. Wow. No wonder yeah. why Stroud was upright yeah. with forty four hundred yards. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, bro. I mean. Yeah, you're 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 gonna play well no matter what. I mean, seventy-two percent. You know, dude, th- they're loaded. We yeah. ain't even got to the dude yet. So yeah, I know, I know. Defense. What? What? We didn't even talk about my guy Travian, bro. How are we not oh, talk we about did. my guy Travian Anderson? Go, go. Twelve hundred and forty-eight yards, fifteen touchdowns, six point eight. You know, yards per carry. Right, twenty-seven receptions, three hundred seventy-two yards, which people not looking at. Right for four touchdowns, dude's ripping it for 15 yards of reception. Right, let's he's seven yards to carry, and I get you. Like they probably are the most loaded offense in football. Yeah, and I, I told you, like your your guys, Bijan, Travion's my guy, and I think Travion is legit the number one running back. I think our my other guy. <laughs> Is my number two, and I got Bijan at number three. I, I I got it's them three, man. It, it rotates. It's probably gonna rotate for me throughout the whole year. It's no, just, I got I got Gibbs at two. Oh, you got Allen? I got Allen at two. I'm gonna let Stop, you ride with you. I'm not hating on you, guy. I think you can't. I mean, he's six point nine yeah. yards per carry. Like, six point eight. Say it all the time. Carry. Men lie. So, women lie. Numbers don't lie. His numbers yeah. don't lie. You I stack I the just, box against both of them, and they're both gonna embarrass you. I'm a Gibbs guy, man. I don't know I something about him. Preview till next week. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I get Gibbs is my dude. Like outside of Bijan, like I just I love Travion. I did. He, Henderson's is the man. I mean, he's the like he's, yeah. he didn't even play a whole season. He said six point eight. There's very count. few, very few true freshmen have come in like he has and be like just took over. He's as good as yeah. Know, as no, I agree. So. I agree. He he's yeah. a, he's a dog. Just everybody's got their dudes, so you know. As advertised, I can do this. Hundred percent. I think all out of those four guys, Bijan, Travion, Gibbs, and Allen, it's as advertised. I mean, you can't go wrong with any one of them guys. I think all no, four of those guys would yeah, be great yeah. in the NFL. All four of it. They all should be in the Doak Walker list. I mean, I they're, agree. they're preseason. They're all. They're. All, I think they're all going to be in the list for the finals too. It's going to so. be super duper tight too, coming down that end. Yeah. Um. Let's get into these dogs on defense. They allowed less than 23 points per game last year. Under, you know, it was 5.3 yards per play, so under five and a half yards per play. 
I'm just going to run down the list. There's, there's five of them. I'm a, I'm a steel guy, but I'll run them right down. We got Zach Harrison at the end. 25 tackles, six tackles for loss, two sacks, one force fumble. Linebacker, Tommy Etchenberg, 64 tackles, six and a half tackles for loss, one fumble recovery. My guy, Steel Chambers at linebacker, he's got 47 tackles, five tackles for loss, one sack, one pick, one fumble recovery. This secondary, dogs. Denzel Burke, Dude, hick, 35 tackles, 29 solo. <laughs> That's crazy. One pick, one touchdown. He picked it to the house, and he had 12 pass deflections. Don't test that man. Ronnie Hickman had 99 tackles, 54 solo, two picks, and one fumble. Stupid numbers, bro. God bless trying to throw the ball on those guys. Those are dogs. Those are ball hawks. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm not kidding you. Ohio State, in my opinion, has got to be the favorite to win it this year. I mean, they're too loaded. Yeah. They're loaded. With I Georgia losing what they've lost, they have, with Bama losing some guys that they've lost, it's hard to believe that Ryan Day doesn't yeah. have a say. Hey, you know what, guys? We're winning the whole thing this year. Like, Michigan yep. got lucky last year. Like, yeah. I'll be honest with you. Like, pe- people glad Michigan won, you know, because nobody wanted to play Ohio State in the freaking playoffs last year. Nobody. No way. They're good. No way. They're, they're, they're a horse, man. They're a wagon. Yeah. You know? Uh, I just, it's crazy. They have so much talent that their backups uh, are more talented than some guys' starters, which is crazy. In in the Big Ten alone, it's insane. You know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see. Now, it's been an hour and 20 minutes because they keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. These conferences grow. There's so much more talent as we keep going. We're going, we're at the mother load, okay? We've hit the SEC. If we did it in one episode, it would be a three-hour special. It's just too much to talk about. There's too many big teams. There's too many. There's too many big head coaches. There's too many big quarterbacks. So we're gonna break it down into two. It's two-part special. Um, at the end of this two-part special, we're gonna have a giveaway for you. It's something special. We'll let you know about it. Uh, at the at the midway point of next week's episode, I, I, I want to make sure you guys tune in. We appreciate you guys coming every week. It's getting spicier and spicier. There's so much information for us to give you, and it's only going to continue as the whole season starts to take off into college football. So you know the drill. Hit the like on YouTube, on the Twitter. Go to the Patreon. We say it all the time. It's the fifth tier, the tier about you. That's the tier you want. It's $20. It's your draft. You can DM us. You can email us any questions, trade analysis, anything you want. Let us know. We got you. Jared. I appreciate you. Is there anything you want to tell the people? Hey, until next week, you know, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. We out.